a lot of times we go throughout our day and then we go to sleep and we wake up, we do it again, and we don't ever reflect on what we've done in our day that's helped us or what we've done in our day that kind of hurt us, right? You know, good decisions, bad decisions, whatever they are. So I think it's really good to just check in with yourself every night. Hey, I'm Ashley Agle. Some of you might know me as Ashley Burkhart, and I'm a former D1 and professional softball player who spent a few years coaching in the college game before deciding to put all of my focus into youth softball players and helping them make their dreams and their goals happen for them. It's our job to help them unleash their potential and become the athletes they've always dreamt of. I come from a small city in the Midwest and didn't let that stop me from making my goal of playing D1 softball a reality. No matter where you live, you have the tools to help you thrive. And I am hoping through this podcast to help you get there. On this podcast, you'll learn from Olympians, Hall of Fame coaches, and elite players what their journeys have been like. And you'll also learn from me and my family a bit of our journey through the game. I'm so excited to have you here. So whip out your notebook and let's learn how we can grow in this game together. Welcome to When the Cleats Come Off. Hey team, welcome back to another episode of When the Cleats Come Off. I am here with a different type of solo episode this week. We are going to chat about five ways to help balance being a student athlete. It is so hard these days to be able to balance playing three sports and figuring out when you're going to train on your own and figuring out when you're going to get your homework done and doing the extra credit and all of the things. So I'm hoping through this episode, you and parents and athletes can find an understanding, become a team around building a schedule and being comfortable with it. So parents, this can help your athlete set up a productive week. A lot of times, you know, athletes are kind of stuck trying to figure out their own schedule. But what I've learned, what I've learned is an athlete needs your help and your athlete will get to the goals and dreams that she's always dreamt of with the help of the people that they love around them, supporting them, helping them. And this is one of the biggest areas that I think is underutilized um, that can help athletes be productive. So players, by the way, that are listening, this is on you. Yeah, a lot of your parents are listening right now and they're gonna do whatever it takes to help you, but your schedule and your training, it's on you. Nothing's worse than a parent trying to beg you to go out and train. But ideally, when the time comes, if you haven't like put it into your schedule to get your training in, you likely won't do it because, you know, the TV or TikTok sounds way more fun in the moment, which is why it's important to create a schedule. So this is on you to put in the work. Like everything, it will take time to build a routine that works best for you. And just understand, too, that every season might look a little different. Your fall is going to look different than your summer. Your winter is going to look different than your spring. And so it's good to check in on these routines and see how they're working for you whenever the seasons change or whenever another sport hits. All right, so let's start with number one. Great idea is to plan your week on Sunday nights with the whole family. Yes, even that five-year-old sibling, okay? The whole family, you all have your own schedules, your own routines, and it would be really, really awesome if you guys could get together. It could be 10 minutes, it could be 30 minutes, it could be an hour, um, and just go over your week, okay? Like, hey, Susie's got soccer practice on Tuesday at 5 p.m. 
oh, we just realized that Angie has softball practice at 5.30. How are we going to put this together? The worst thing is to try to figure it out on the day of, but if you can plan it by Sunday night, I'm telling you, you can you can make the calls, shoot the texts that you need to in order to make sure that this week flows better. And everybody likes a better schedule where you can breathe and you don't have to always be in panic mode. My family, we were kind of always in panic mode. We had three girls. I was the oldest by a lot. So um, when I was going to practice, my younger siblings weren't always playing a sport, but you know, it got more chaotic the older we got. And I've learned this from other people, but planning your week on a Sunday night, it's really going to do wonders. And I've had a couple athletes and their parents say, yeah, that's what we do every week. And we make it fun. And that's what I want you to do too with this. Don't just like make it a mandatory meeting where everybody sits on the couch and um, it's not fun. Like if it's fun, you'll look forward to doing it. So if that means you're making popcorn or you got Christmas music on in the background or simultaneously you're baking cookies, I don't know. It's November 1st when I'm recording this. So it kind of feels like Christmas season already, but make it fun. Put something fun around this scheduling and make it something that you look forward to because you know, with a routine like this, you're going to notice that your weeks flow a little bit smoother. And that's the whole point of this is to hopefully make this experience smoother, not only for you athletes out there, but also you parents. So that's number one, plan your week on Sunday nights. I promise it'll be huge for you. All right. Number two, kind of along the scheduling. So start your day with checking your calendar. Now, parents, you've probably rocked this already. You got to check your calendar before you head to work. um, So you know when you got to leave work to pick up Susie for practice. But as athletes, especially you older athletes, you high school athletes, I am looking at you. If you can create a schedule and almost plan your day, I'm going to say it by the hour, you're going to end up having more control of your scheduling and it's going to help with what I, what I (laughs) planned to share next with you. But this, this was huge for me in college. Okay. So my parents did a really good job of helping me wear all the hats, play all the sports, get all my training done, going to lessons every week. They helped me a lot with that. Um, But when I went to college, I was all by myself. And I wish I had a routine scheduled that I could do weekly before I got to college because I, like everybody else, was super overwhelmed with an intense workload in the fall, which um, you might not know this, but a lot of times your academic advisor will load up your your fall so that your spring softball season is a little bit lighter um, because you're obviously managing being on the road a lot. But, you know, as soon as I got to Purdue, I was gone. I was like, what am I doing with my life? Um, And it was really tough. Um, So I had a mentor. Her name's Denise. She probably won't be listening to this, but she is, she was like my mother away from home. But every week we would plan my schedule and some days we would plan my days by the hour and we built this routine and I would make sure that from the day, from the time I woke up, which is around 5.15 AM because we had to be at Lyft by 5.45. I know that sounds crazy. Um, my freshman year, I had 7.30 AM classes, so I didn't have time to shower after lifts. I know that's disgusting. I'm sorry to whoever sat next to me in English class, but I had class at 7.30 and then another class and then maybe I had time for lunch and then I believe I had one more class before practice, which we had at 2 p.m. 
So we had to get all this done by two. And then we practiced for a few hours and then any sort of treatment that I needed, like if I had a bruise or something, I had to go to the training room, had to get that, add that to my schedule. And if you're wondering when do you do homework, it's a great question. Thankfully, we had an academic space uh, in the Drew Brees Center at Purdue um, where if we had time between classes, we could go and get some work done. But most of the time, I didn't have time to do my homework during the day. So I had to finish practice. And by then I was starving, plan dinner with my teammates because we'd all go to the dining hall as freshmen. And then I'd go to the Breeze Center and knock out homework. And sometimes I was there till like 11 p.m., which they might have closed at 1030. But either way, I was doing homework basically until the Breeze Center closed. And then I had to shower, go to bed and wake up the next day. And I don't know where I slept. And I, it was hard to track all of this. But, you know, one of the best things that my mentor, Denise, told me and she she was like, Ashley, you are doing so many things that if you go on this cycle of like having to figure out where you're going to go next and you don't plan free time or downtime, you will find yourself burnt out. And there were times where I was burnt out. I was contemplating even playing collegiate softball anymore because of how crazy my schedule got, which leads me to number three was planning free time. So number two was, you know, creating your calendar, checking it every morning um, by the hour. And of course, like you kind of just plan to say like, okay, I'm going to spend two hours doing my homework. I'm going to spend this amount of time doing this. But number three, this is the big one Denise told me was plan free time. Okay. So for me, it was only 30 minutes a day in college because I mean, did you hear my schedule? I wake up, I work out and I (laughs) study until I can't study no more. And then I had to go to sleep at some point in time. But if I didn't schedule at least 30 minutes a day, that was like an L for me. I took an L. I did not win the day because I didn't get my free time in. And my free time looked like watching friends at night or it was, you know, going on a walk with a teammate or, um, you know, when I say a walk, like around campus, especially in the fall is the perfect time to do it. But I would schedule that or we'd go get ice cream or my teammate, Lily, she was the maid of honor of my wedding. After one of our classes, we used to always get cinnamon rolls at the farmer's market. Like that is scheduled free time and it's time away from softball. So that could be, you know, time with somebody who doesn't play softball or whatever. But scheduling free time was probably some of the best advice that I was ever given, which is why it made the list today. But a social life and time to yourself, it's essential. Like if you find so much joy in getting your nails done like once a month, um, if you can afford that, which I don't even know if I can these days, and you love that, then go do that. And if people have problems with it, that's their problem. Like if it is something that you need in order to get just like a little bit of just quiet time and self-care, like whatever that is. Um, I'm not saying do self-care for like six hours a day, but like find your 30 minutes, find your hour. And I promise you will not regret it. Maybe you use this time to watch Netflix responsibly. I know, I know you, some of you are bingers out there like me. Like if I get into some new girl lately, I am watching five episodes, but do it responsibly. Like make yourself like, okay, I got an hour. I'm going to do this. I'm going to watch this episode. I'm going to get on with my life and do other things that I should, should be doing. So do it responsibly. Same thing with TikTok. Do it responsibly. Um, super important that I tell you guys this because, um, you know, I struggle 
with a lot of anxiety. And um, I find that the more I'm on my phone, the worse it is. So if you are anything like me, you need to schedule that time on your phone because it's purely entertainment. Going out to dinner, it's entertainment. Being on your phone, it's entertainment. Going to the movies, it's entertainment. We can't spend hours a day being entertained and expect to find results or progress. And again, I am addicted to my phone. It really cripples my anxiety. And I'm, I'm, just, I'm just sharing this with you because you may be in the same boat. You might not be, which would be great. But if you struggle with time management like me, scheduling time for your phone as entertainment, like get the job done and then go reward yourself with some entertainment or you know, set a timer for 30 minutes, that's all you get of your phone for the day or for this part of the day. If you, if you schedule it, you will be, I'm probably exaggerating, but a million times more productive. Um, so if you, if you get on this routine of scheduling, I would even recommend scheduling that downtime, scheduling that phone time. Now, your free time might look like going to the movies, hanging out with friends, taking a dang nap. Naps are underrated. I would have not survived college without planning naps. I, I would plan 10-minute naps sometimes between classes. I am not joking with you. So maybe it's a nap. Maybe it's Netflix. Maybe it's some TikTok. But make sure it's, it's self-care. It's productive. It's helping you become the best version of you. Which leads us to number four. All right, get yourself a good planner. I'm gonna say it one more time. Get yourself a good planner. I spend the beginning of every year trying to find the planner that will work for me. And when I say that, I have this slight ADHD, which it's hard for me to do tasks um, without scheduling, frankly. And if I can find a planner that helps me schedule by the hour, helps me create little like places to write something down if I don't want to do it now, but come back to it later, find the right planner for you. Now, we were really lucky at Purdue. All the student athletes got a student athlete planner. And it's funny, my husband was actually on our student athlete planner my senior year. <laughs> Shout out to you, babe. But this planner was epic. Like it was like, I think it had two, two or three days um, on each page and like a ton of space. And it was like, um, it's hard to do this on a podcast, but it was like long way on a piece of paper. Instead of the planners that are like, horizontal. I don't find those as good for me because I want to play by the hour. So I try to find them that are like long ways, like very long down the paper of like one day. So I can be like, okay, 545, I have workouts, 730, I have this class. And then like a little bit of free time right here. Like I can plan the day. And so I still try to find planners similar to that student athlete planner we had at Purdue to help me with what I need. But there are so many planners out there, you guys. Like, I gifted some of my college players like a really thick, expensive, good planner. And when when I say expensive, like, I kid you not, I spend thirty dollars at least on a planner every year. And you guys might think that's a lot, but in order for me to be my productive self, that's the planner that I need. Now, you might not need a more expensive planner. You can literally just have pieces of paper if you know how to organize them. But for my ADHD brain, like I need specific places to write things and have a book to refer to. But finding a good planner is everything. 
a planner that you can write down, when are you training? Also, when do I need to get this homework assignment done? When do I need to call this coach or whatever? Like planning when you're going to send your, I almost said recruiting videos, but any sort of recruiting information to college coaches or just tasks that you need to get done, like you can literally have a place for it instead of saying, oh, I need to do this and then forget that you need to do it. So finding a planner that you can fit both your academics and your school stuff in is like everything. And bonus, if you want to track like your nutrition, which I think is really good, especially for high schoolers who are working out more, needing more calories because they are lifting or strictly just want to like check out what they're eating for the week so that they can perform at their best on the weekend. I like tracking nutrition and I learned that in college. If you're into that now, maybe you can plan to track that. Tracking your sleep. I wish I would have done this more in college. I was sick a lot my freshman year and I can tell you right now I didn't sleep that much. So if I would have had a place to be like, okay, this is where I'm going to write down my sleep, I probably would have been a little more responsible with my sleep. And, you know, in college, it's easy to like stay up till two in the morning studying because there's always something to do. Um, But if I would have like actually studied a little bit less and actually slept more, I probably would have been a lot better physically and academically my freshman year. Um, But tracking sleep, I highly encourage that, like seven to eight hours, preferably eight or nine hours for you high schoolers that are growing a ton. Definitely, I would recommend doing that. And of course, your goals. Like we talk about goals a lot on the podcast, but like having something that you're striving for will help you like be able to plan your day and plan it so that you're taking the right footsteps towards the goals that you have. So if you're constantly writing down every single day a goal that you have, my hitters right now, they have a hitters notebook by Always Grind 365. And I've talked about them a ton on the podcast. But every day that we hit together, they always write their goal at the top of that page so that we can make sure that that day is centered around getting closer to it. The same thing can you can do with your schedule, like making sure that you know four days out of the week you're training and you're putting in a few hours a week like of extra work on making sure that your swing's good or your pitches are feeling good whatever but that's a whole that's a whole other ball game and frankly i will call out always grind 365 again and tell you that they actually just came out with a student athlete planner and joe he's the real mvp sent me one of these in the mail i opened it up and i was like Gosh darn it, where was this thing when I was in high school? Because specifically it has places for a lot of the things that I just mentioned. It has like a whole day, around, like you can plan your entire day. There's a spot where you can track your nutrition. There's a spot to write your goal at the top. You can track your sleep. I know I'm not gonna hit everything inside there, but it's like little tasks that need to get done, big tasks that need to get done. Like it just helps you organize your whole day. And I just think it's epic and awesome. And yes, I love Always Grind 365. If you are interested in this journal uh, or this planner, you can head to alwaysgrind365.com and use my code AshleyB for a little discount. I think it's 10% off. And if not, like, it's okay. You can find a planner that works for you. I just love this planner. Again, little mild ADHD brain would have loved to track all of these different things in one place instead of having what I had was like two planners in high school. One was for academics. One was for for my training. And if I could have had a place to put both, that would have been so great for me. And that's exactly what this journal is. So again, alwaysgrind365.com. 
you can type in Ashley B at checkout and specifically go for the planner. And I believe, oh gosh, I might get this wrong. Sorry guys, if I do, um, but I believe it was $25, maybe $30, which again, I'm spending that much on a current planner that I have now. And I will say for the productivity aspect, it will be worth every penny um, and more. Um, There's a reason why I bought these for my virtual athletes so that they can track their life. But, you know, having a planner, having a good planner is essential to productivity. I mean, literally the stats say you're 70% more likely to remember something when you write it down. So having a planner, having a place to put what you're doing from the start of the day to the end of the day is everything. All right. Last but not least, number five, this is the big one having a nightly check-in. So a lot of times we go throughout our day and then we go to sleep and we wake up, we do it again, and we don't ever reflect on what we've done in our day that's helped us or what we've done in our day that kind of hurt us, right? You know, good decisions, bad decisions, whatever they are. So I think it's really good to just check in with yourself every night. Um, I used to do this routinely like two years ago and I've gotten a little bit away from it. But, you know, sometimes I teach you guys things that I need to teach myself again. And this is one of them. But I learned this from a high performance coach. Um, His name's Brendan Burchard. He's like one of the goats in high performance. He works with athletes. He works with CEOs. He works with everybody and their mother. But he he knows what he's talking about. Um, And some of these check-ins that I'm going to give you are from what he had taught me and what I want to share with you. So writing down and answering a couple of these questions. So one, one thing that I learned today. So it could be something that you learned about yourself, something you learned in training, something that you learned in school, which half the time when I ask athletes what they learned in school, they say nothing. Maybe there was something big that you learned and that you want to remember. So at least one thing that you learned. Number two, rate your day from one to five. One is basically, this was the worst day ever. Like didn't get anything done that you planned, woke up late, had a terrible day, had to practice, whatever. Like that's that's a one. I wouldn't expect many ones to be on your calendar throughout a year because normally there's some good stuff that happens throughout the day that maybe we forget about, but that's a one. And then a five would be like, there. it's hard to beat that day. Like it was super productive. You feel so good going to bed that night. You know, you might have a few of those like every month or every year. Like it was rare for me to give myself a five. I always, you know, am thinking there could have been better in one area or another. But lo and behold, it's good to track your one through fives. So if you have a couple fives, you can look back at those fives and be like, why was that so good? Oh, I woke up when my alarm told me to woke up. I didn't look at my phone for the first first 30 minutes of the day. I really spent a lot of time with my friends, but I also got a lot of work done on myself. Like it's good to go over your fives. Um, It's also good to go over your ones or twos so that you can learn, "Eh, maybe I'll steer away from doing this thing, you know, in the future. Really good to track your day for your productivity. All right, number three, what can I do better tomorrow? What can I do better tomorrow? So based on the rating that you gave yourself, which again, I rarely gave myself a five, I always had something that I'm like, yeah, if I would do that same thing tomorrow, I would do it a little bit differently. You guys probably have the same type of mentality too, um, but maybe we don't spend time thinking about it. 
Um, so I think it's really good to just take that time to just reflect and see, hey, what could I have done a little bit better? Oh, I probably, you know, should have kept my cool a little bit with my dog before screaming at him. I don't know. That's what I deal with right now. But what can I do better tomorrow? Really good reflection. Now, if you struggle with, you know, phone time like me, like I added this one for myself, but basically tracking your phone or entertainment time. So essentially, if you find yourself on your phone a little too much, phones are really smart these days. They tell you how long you've been on your phone. Um, But specifically, I like looking at like certain apps like, oh, my gosh, I spent like an hour and a half on TikTok today. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time that I could have put into something else. Um, But tracking phone and entertainment time, it'll at least get you thinking and being aware of being on your phone, Um, which if you want to do better, then you look at that and you're like, yeah, I'm going to try to reduce that by, you know, an hour tomorrow or whatever. I think it's good to be able to track anything and everything. So that's something that I would put in my nightly routine or check-in. You don't have to but I encourage it if you struggle with a little addiction to your phone or anything else for that matter. And then lastly, any other light bulb moments that you want to remember. So this one, I say put at least one thing down because likely if you give yourself, you know, a minute to think about, you know, some big moments or big things that you don't want to forget, like when, I mean, first thing I'm thinking of, like when your baby takes its first steps, like Or when you got like an A plus on this assignment that you worked really hard on, like just things that you're proud of yourself for, um, I think are really good to just write down um, strictly because it makes you happy and who doesn't want to go to sleep happy, (laughs) but just any other light bulb moments I would write down as well. All right. That is our list of number five. Let's go over the five ways to help you balance being a student athlete and we'll go over them briefly. All right. So number one, don't forget, plan your week on Sunday nights. Again, if you can't make Sunday work, make mm, Saturday work or Monday morning before you go to school, whatever. But find a routine that works for you and make it fun. Number two, start your day with checking your calendar and try to plan your day by the hour if you can. It'll just help you be able to breathe. And maybe you also add in there some wiggle room for something that might come up that you don't expect. Um, You know, you can track your day by the hour and still add like an hour of like that free time or like XYZs that come up that day. Um, But tracking your day by the hour, highly encourage it for your productivity. Number three, don't forget to plan free time. It is so easy once we're playing like three different sports or we're putting all of our effort into one sport and we're practicing a ton and making sure that we're sending out the emails and making the calls with coaches or going to camps, going to practice. You need time to breathe. So planning that free time will allow you to avoid burnout and also just remind yourself that you're a human and you have other things that you enjoy. So give some of those some love. Number four, get yourself a good freaking planner. I cannot emphasize this one enough. It's probably my favorite one of the entire list. Get yourself a planner that'll help you be productive and be able to balance student and athlete life and all the XYZs of life as well and really track your priorities. Number five, your nightly check-in. Make sure you just reflect throughout your day. If you have like a full 10 minutes where you can do this reflection, great. If you only have a minute, that's fine. Just find a little bit of time at the end of the day to just at least think about these things 
at most write down these things because remember we're 70% more likely to remember something when we write it down, but do it before you go to sleep. Some people go above and beyond, which I haven't mentioned, and they actually go over their calendar and their planner the night before. So like if it's Monday, you're looking at your planner for Tuesday, Monday night, you can also add that as well. But just check in with yourself, see how you did. It's really good to track your own progress. And trust me, that'll be something that you're going to want to do. And you will really love getting into the routine of doing that. Lastly, again, if you guys want this Always Grind 365 Planner, I can't, I can't emphasize enough how great it is. They just came out with it this year. And I bought it for all of my athletes, like in person and virtual, simply because I know this is something that everybody needs. So if this is something that you want, you won't be able to get my logo on it like the ones that I got for my athletes, but it doesn't matter. Like who cares if my logo's on it? It's your planner. It's your space to write your goals in. It's your space to track your days in and your nutrition and your school and your craziness of everything else in life. So if you're interested in this planner, you can head to alwaysgrind365.com and If you want a little discount, you can type in Ashley B at checkout for a little 10% off discount. I've literally used my own code for a lot of things from that website, but trust me, it is something that you're going to want to have if you need to have space for all the XYZs in one place. Lastly, alwaysgrind365.com. You can use my code Ashley B for checkout. And by the way, this link is also in the show notes if you just want something to click on and go there, but trust me, you're not going to regret punching over there and getting yourself a planner. All right. I am so grateful that you spent this however many minutes we were just together. I really enjoyed putting together this list. And of course, there's probably 50 other things I could have added, but it's good to kind of reflect on this every once in a while. Maybe this is an episode that you bring out and you listen to, I don't know, every season just to kind of like reflect and see where you are with these things. But it's good to check in and realize every season is different, but every season requires your extreme focus in order to get to the goals that you want to get to. Remember, parents, athletes, you are a team. And if you can use this list as helping with your communication and helping your athlete strive and get to the goals that she wants to get to, I highly recommend listening to this as many times as you need to. And like I said, I'm going to be listening to this myself just to make sure I get off my screen time and make that a little bit more minimal. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Don't forget to stay awkward, stay humble, keep smiling, and keep working your butt off for those huge goals of yours. All right. I'll see you next week.